Let's get ready to study God's Word. Greetings to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and today's devotional study is entitled, Encourage Yourself in the Lord. Please visit our podcast page at BibleStudy.ASBZone.com, where you can find all of our previous podcasts and such resources as the key principles of effective Bible study. You'll also find a list of the platforms from which our podcasts can be accessed, such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Before we get into this study, let's have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for the privilege of prayer and Bible study. We ask you to grant us your Holy Spirit, give us wisdom and understanding, and may we rightly divide your words of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Encourage yourself in the Lord. We're going to head on over to... 1 Samuel chapter 30. 1 Samuel chapter 30. Some context from chapter 29 is going to be necessary. If you remember in chapter 28, Saul went to the witch of Endor. And then in chapter 29, the Philistines are gathered together to fight in that last battle. And David and his men are called to also fight because David is hanging out with the Philistines because he was discouraged at Saul always chasing him. But the Lord impressed upon the hearts of the Philistine lords that they were not going to have David with them. First Samuel 29.4 says, And the princes of the Philistines were wroth with him. And the princes of the Philistines said unto him, Make this fellow return that he may go again to his place which thou hast appointed him, and let him not go down with us to battle, lest in the battle he be an adversary to us. For wherewith should he reconcile himself unto his master? Should it not be with the heads of these men? Is not this David of whom they sang one to another in dances, saying, Saul slew his thousands and David his ten thousands? Okay, so because of that, Achish says to David, Surely, as the Lord liveth, thou hast been upright, and thy going out and thy coming in with me in the host is good in my sight, for I have not found evil in thee since the day of thy coming unto me unto this day. Nevertheless, the Lord's favor thee not. So he sent him back. Now, this whole experience was an awkward one for David because he was constantly fighting with the Amalekites at the south and trying not to leave anyone around to give word back to the king of of Philistia. So he really wasn't supposed to be in Philistia. Yes, he had gotten discouraged by Saul, but he wasn't supposed to be in Philistia. But here he was. So now he's heading back. Verse 11 says, So David and his men rose up early to depart in the morning to return into the land of the Philistines. And the Philistines went up to Jezreel. Now we're in verse 30. So that was the context. Now they're on their way back. 
And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captive that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. God is merciful to us even when we aren't particularly praying for things, even when we aren't particularly aware or especially cognizant, God is still merciful to us because they could have fought and killed and they did not. They simply took the people with the spoil and they left. But now it's the third day since they, since they left. David and his men get back and when they get to their city, here's what they meet. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. Let's pause here for a second. Now, we're receiving this story where the writer of the story knows the outcome and is telling us that everything is okay in terms of the lives of the people. But you have to remember that the people, the men, David and his men, do not know the status of their wives. Right? They do not know that status. They come back, their city is burned, their women and children are gone. They have nothing. And you have to imagine that they're thinking to themselves, why are we even here? All the grief we were dealing with in Israel, we weren't experiencing this. Why are we even here? And so verse 6 says, And David was greatly distressed. That's above all of this distress that he's dealing with. David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. And then we come to the title of our devotional. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. You may come to a time where everything is going wrong. Everything that could go wrong is going wrong. Things are falling apart friendships, relationships, business, family, neighbors, whatever it is, everything is beginning to fall apart or looks like it has just imploded. In the midst of all of this, there is someone we can turn to. There is someone that we can lean on. Hope does not have to be lost. Even if we have made wrong decisions, even if we have operated out of fear, even if we have gotten ourselves into position that is not right, God is still with us. Now, I'm not saying that so that we can be cavalier about how we operate. What David did was wrong. He should not have gone to Philistia, first off. And that whole activity that he was doing, that whole stealth conflict thing where he was trying to look good to the Philistines, but fighting the Amalekites and other folks in the background 
who would have been in many cases um, allied with or at least uh, not engaged in combat with the Philistines. He was creating problem, more problems for himself. And the Lord bailed him out by getting him to not have to go fight with Israel because that was a lot of stress. So David's been under a lot of stress for about a week or so now. But God doesn't leave us. And God doesn't even always leave us to bear the full brunt of our mistakes. He exhibits his mercy to us in lots and lots and lots of ways. There are many times where we do not get all that we deserve for what we have done because God is merciful. David, in the midst of all of this chaos, in the midst of a near miss with having to fight Israel and then coming back and finding everything that he knows destroyed and lost, David is able to encourage himself in the Lord his God. Verse 7, And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, Bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. See how good God is? You see how good God is? Because that's encouragement right there. God is telling him, go and fight this fight and you will recover what you have lost. If David and his men are not yet aware that recovery of their loss is possible, they know it now. Verse 9, So David went, he and the 600 men that were with him, and came to the brook Besor, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued he and four hundred men, for two hundred abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Besor. Right? Just remember, they have marched back from the battle area, or near the battle area. They've marched back from there, and when they should have arrived at home and been able to get food and refreshment and so forth, they come to find that home is destroyed. And the only, probably the only good sign for them was that there were no bodies, right? This is the only good sign that the bodies of family members were not there. And so now they pick up to pursue this group and they have to move fast. And they got to a particular point and some of the folks were tired. So 200 stay behind and 400 moved forward. Verse 11. And they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and gave him bread and he did eat and they made him drink water. Right? So they're taking of their little scanty provisions. And they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights. So they're being patient, even though they're under some duress here, they're being patient. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou? Whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite. And my master left me, because three days agone I fell sick. We made an invasion upon the south of the Cherethites, and upon the coast which belongeth to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziglag with fire. 
And David said unto him, Canst thou bring me down to this company? And he said, Swear unto me by God that thou wilt neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of, of my master, and I will bring thee down to this company. The rest of this chapter is the success that David had by the grace of God. But where we want to focus is that in verse 6, when David was greatly distressed, and the people who were distressed spake of stoning him because they had suffered such loss, David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. May we also, no matter what the circumstances that surround us, may we also encourage ourselves in the Lord our God, enabling us to move forward by His grace to overcome the challenges and the obstacles that we face day by day, week by week, month by month. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your blessings, your mercy, your goodness, your love. We thank you that you provide us with these accounts in your word that help us to understand what we should do when we uh, encounter great difficulties. Help us always to have a close relationship with you that we do not have to fear, that we do not have to worry or to be distressed no matter what comes at us, but that we can encourage ourselves in you. Give us your grace, give us wisdom, and help us, Lord, to remember that you are always faithful and that we will be faithful to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to contact us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. Whether you have questions, comments, or concerns, we look forward to hearing from you. If you are finding this channel to be a blessing, please take the time to share our page with others, and always keep our ministry in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study His Word.